I'm gonna rip John Cena apart at SummerSlam. And then I'm gonna stand before him holding the WWE World Heavyweight Championship with pride. I'm gonna leave him in a pile of blood and urine and vomit, vomit, vomit. Only these two unstoppable forces can take pro wrestling and bottled gin and create a damn good podcast. You're listening to the OJP Wrestling Show. This contest is scheduled for one fall, and it is for the podcast championship of the world. First, coming down the aisle from Summers Point, New Jersey, Weighing 210 pounds, this man has a left hook that would make Mike Tyson go to sleep. The master of the big trouble guillotine, Jesse the Killer Connor. And his partner, this man has wine and dined with kings and queens and slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. From Santa Clara, California, the master of the Tropicana Squeeze and the host of the OJP Wrestling Show, the Juice, OJ Simmons. You got the juice now, baby. That's right. It's been a while since we could talk to you right now. That's right, baby. The Juice. The Killer Con. My drink's gone. That's right, baby. We sipping on some tequila. And we're back. We're back at better than ever. And we've been bleeding, vomiting, and urinating on you motherfuckers. We're back with the OJP Wrestling Show. Welcome back, baby. This is the SummerSlam Recap. And I gotta say, I gave this pay-per-view a B plus. B-plus players, baby. That's right, they rise to the top. It was comparable to last year's show. Every match seemed like it had some credibility to it, but you know, we're gonna get into it. We're getting hot and heavy. I enjoy this shit. That's why I love this shit, That's why I love this thing we call the wrestling business. So, first things first, we're gonna start off. We kicked it off with a bang, baby. It was my nigga Dolph Ziggler. Versus the nigga I used to like about three years ago, The Miz. Um, for the Intercontinental title. It was on the line. Yeah, it was a pretty good match, though. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, once again, Dolph Ziggler keeping it fast-paced. Taking bumps like a motherfucker. It made The Miz look good. Made him look amazing, because The Miz blows. But I gotta admit this. I got, you know, as much as I hate on The Miz recently, this is the best heel work he's done in a long time. The best character work he's done in a long time. Um, his The idea for his character makes sense now to me. Yeah, he's a good heel. I uh, fuck with it. No, not at all. And it shows. But sometimes that doesn't matter. But he just doesn't have the offense to make it look impressive as a heel. Uh, even his, his figure four is complete. Oh, that shit's terrible. Uh, you stop it. Look like it's painful. Yeah, nigga, stop that shit. You ain't Ric Flair, nigga. Ric Flair made it look fucking painful, man, you know. Motherfucker, I don't like that shit, nigga. You stop that shit. This is the OJP resident show where you don't play that shit, baby. I feel good to be back to the masses. I feel good to talk to my people out there. So anyway, we're moving into the match. Anyway, it got a, it was all offensive off the off the bat, baby. It was a lot of great bumps. The figure, as as you said before, the, the Mrs. Figure Four was garbage, but um, it, it sold well with Dolph with his knee thing. I thought he was hurt. Hey, is he really hurt? Yeah, like he, he sold it well. He did well with that. I was impressed. I didn't know he was really hurt or not, and I liked it. I liked the whole sell from the minute that the Miz put his finish move, the skull crushing finale on the nigga. It looked good. So. It was, it was pretty good. Pretty good match. I mean, I, I dug it. Right. I mean, yeah. It was cool. I gave that, I gave that match a B+. That's right. Yeah, like, I mean, Ziggler puts on good matches, though, so really, it, it doesn't even matter who he gets in a cage with or in the ring with. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, a, it's a usually a good match. That's right. You thinking about that, that octagon and that cage because <laughs> that nigga, you know who it is. We're going to talk about him later. But, uh, yeah, this match is a B+. I have to admit, we got a new Intercontinental Champion, Dolph yeah. Ziggler, holding the title of pie. Yeah. He deserves a belt. Damn right. He's been carrying the fucking weight on his shoulders for a long time in the mid-card and the 
and the fucking jobber matches for a minute now. So yeah. he needs another r- little run. Uh, next up was a uh, Divas Championship on a line. Two bad bitches with black hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. That's right. It was like white and chocolate, baby. Like white and chocolate. Yeah. One uh, color, a color and a food. Yes. White chocolate. Oh, like white chocolate. White chocolate. Oh, white and chocolate. That's right. Okay. Look at Paige and AJ doing their thing. <laughs> one was pasty white, one was chocolate. It's the, te- it's the tequila. She's more of a caramel, I would say. Oh, it's a light it up. Um, but uh, yeah, the Divas title was on the line. I gave this match another B+. Plus. Yeah. Um, they didn't have a lot of time, but with the time that they did have, they made the most out of it. Yeah. And that's all you can ask for. AJ jumping off the top rope and shit on, on the outside. Clothesline. Yeah, you know, a little uh, fireman's carries and fucking, uh, little, what was the other, the elevator drops and shit like that. It was, it was good. good. I match. liked it. And then a page had a good finisher. Yeah, Switching yeah. Switching that up. Just getting rid of that corny finisher she had. That sweep. Yeah. yeah, I can't stand that fucking sweep. The page turner. Yeah, now she got the rampage. The DDT. And oh, is that what it was called? The, the rampage. rampage. Yeah. The rampage. Yeah, Michael Cole told us at the very end of the match. Yeah, she calls out the rampage. Really, nigga? When, when the fuck did we, you know, mention that it was, you know, part of her arsenal? It's a new move. It's a new She's move. She's banging out that. She just called it that tonight. She knew she was gonna hit it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one thing about this match that I got was like AJ started the match off by biting and pulling hair. Wasn't expecting that. No, I was. I was kind of worried as soon as I saw that. I was like, oh no, they're going to do this. But what about the fact that it's true divas fashion in a way they try to give that idea like, you know, women pull hair and bite and scratch and all that stuff. But at the same time, all of a sudden, we got some real wrestling. Yeah. I mean, it was good match. It gave credibility to the divas division. I give a shout out to them ladies. Yeah. I mean, Paige is a bad check too. Yeah. I mean, all together, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was it was sex appeal and wrestling all in one, baby. There was a lot. Paige was sitting on AJ with the kisses and the blowing kisses, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, straddling and all that shit. I mean, hey, I ain't complaining. I'm just saying. Bring back that attitude. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of starting to see it a little bit. Like they're starting to get a little, a little taste. You know, the, you know, a little brash. Once I hate to say this, but once my man, this man dies and Triple H is running the show, <laughs> it's gonna go back to rated R, baby. I, 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 I can see that. It's gonna get dirty. But that man ain't gonna die. <laughs> that's right, Vinny Mac. He he's got too much money. He got a heart that's gonna fucking last. <laughs> he's gonna live forever. That's right, another hundred years. Nigga, he's like a vampire. He's like Lex Luthor. Oh shit, <laughs> the, the evil genius. Uh, next match of the evening was Manega Rusev mm-hmm. versus Jack Swagger in the first ever flag match that doesn't have a flag on a pole. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, um, basically you now whoever wins. <laughs> They get to honor their country by their flag dropping and playing their playing the national, national anthem. Yeah. Whatever, motherfucker. Whatever. You guys just do whatever the fuck you want, right? They just wanted to, yeah. Whatever. Bullshit. Yeah. It was uh, just a regular ass match. Yeah, I mean, honestly. And, it, and, and the same thing happens after every Rusev fucking match. Flag drops. So it was nothing fucking no. It was a regular fucking match for Rusev. Just like the set of SummerSlam. Felt like nothing new. It felt like it was a set for Raw or SmackDown. But that's yeah. another story. Um, um, I mean, it was a decent match. Decent. I mean, honestly, this is, besides Stephen McMahon's match, probably, you know. One of the most, probably yeah. Probably not, you know, probably the least favorite match of the show. I agree. It wasn't one of the, one of the more highlights of the night. No. But, uh, I mean, the pre-match work was good. I'll, I'll give them that, the whole hype up of, of the countries and, and getting that, that separation. That separation with, um... Uh, getting that separation with the fans with the whole Rusev chain for, for Russia and then Swagger coming out and, and, and coming out as the ultimate Lex Luger uh, the baby face and then you've got uh, the, the whole uh, uh, Marines coming out and bringing him out yeah. Yeah, yeah, true WWE fashion to do some shit like that yeah and then he loses yeah see, it, it, all they're doing is just continue, didn't quit. continuing the feud and that's all they're doing with it cause he didn't tap that's he right. didn't give up like America. America never gives up. Like a Ford truck. I'm trying to get some sponsorship, baby. I need to get fed. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you notice that Swagger is getting over in this match. And yeah. They work great together. One thing's for sure. Uh, I, I, yeah, we'll say they work great together. Uh, Rusev hit all his spots. Rusev needs a new fucking finisher. I don't like the accolade uh, either. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but... His kicks were on point, though. His kicks were on point? That's what he, he should have a kick fucking move then. I, he kicked the shit out of Mavis. Yeah. I loved it. And they sold the shit out of their injuries. Sold the shit out of the injuries. Yeah, I mean, my God. When's the last time you seen a nigga with a, with a fucking bad ankle after one ankle lock? Well, no, 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 because they've been playing that injury for a couple of weeks now. That's true. Oh, like your nigga Dean Ambrose. Oh, I hate that fool. But he's been selling that shoulder injury for like yeah, two months. Yeah, he's, he's fucking turning into fucking Cowboy Orton and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, come on. He's going to have that shit his whole career. He's going to be having his shoulder strapped up. Uh, I don't I don't knock him for it. I like it. Uh, I can't stand it. The lunatic fridge. You know how I feel about that. Uh, but anyway, get back to Rusev. I mean... Honestly, the ma- the match ended a little awkward. You know, uh, Swagger didn't quit, and um, the fans didn't like that. And then Rusev you know, just kicked the shit out of fucking uh, Col- Coulter. Yeah. So Coulter. And that was it. I mean, they just basically raised the flag. And yeah, these managers don't do nothing. Mocked us, yeah. What happened to the old school managers? Like, they would do things to, to interfere with the match, help their guy. I think Lana does just enough. She talks enough shit where Rusev doesn't have to. You need a, you need to have a mouthpiece one way or another. But then she stands on the side and just looks pretty. Like, but what else? Like the only one who ever got away with that was Elizabeth. Yeah, because she didn't talk. She didn't talk at all. She was silent. She was just you know in the cut. Man, that doesn't. But then there's like, you know, all. sensational Sherry. Exactly. You had a wrestle. Bobby the Brain. Like oh. all these guys. Like they did things in their matches to help their guys. They talk shit during the match. I just like, don't think they get it. I don't think they get it. Like the only one who gets it is Paul Heyman. Yeah. And that's why. Only one who gets it. That's why. Then that's why he's as that's, successful. That's why he, he is what he is. That's why he represents the beast and called it, motherfuckers. Yeah, I told you, niggas. He's doing shit in the match. He's talking shit during the matches. He's still performing. He's not just hanging out on the side. You know who it is. But moving to our next match of the evening, a little bit of a more highlight night. Uh. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins in the most entertaining lumberjack I've seen in a long time. It was a good match. It was a good match, I guess. I mean, they utilized all the lumberjacks in a very creative way. Yeah. That's all you could ask for. Yeah, they did. They threw everybody in there and everybody kind of did, did something. You know, like it wasn't just guys standing on the outside. No. Like there were big spots. They had to go chase him in the fucking audience. Yeah. Like, and it appears by Kane. Yeah, and then Kane. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious. I'm tired too. of him. I'm, I want to know what they're going to do with this character of Kane. I'm tired of Kane. I mean, they needed to do something with him. I mean, you know, because he, he, he's probably getting tired of being the goon, too. He wants to do something with a character. But we'll see. As long as he's getting those paychecks, I don't think he gives a fuck. Nah, he probably doesn't give a fuck. You don't give a damn. Um, and then... Goldust jumping oh. in the ring. He wasn't having that garbage. That's right. In Hollywood, you don't do that in his home state. Oh, Goldust. Like, I'm in my hometown, nigga. You ain't going to stop this. You ain't going to do that in NFL, nigga. But, uh, I mean, yeah, Emerson Rollins, I was expecting them to turn up the heat, and they did. They impressed me with a lumberjack match. I was a little reluctant. I have to admit. But um, they found a way to make this match good, and that's all you can ask for. I mean, there was curb stomps. There was chaos. And it's just an awesome heel finish. By uh by the, uh, Seth Rollins with the briefcase again continuing sudden. Hopefully, the, I mean it's probably gonna continue. To oh yeah, we got a few um, months. I'm hoping it doesn't because I'm fucking <laughs> tired of Ambrose's stupid fucking shit. No horrible clothesline that he does. He ain't going nowhere. I know he's not. Like just give him a different character. Do something with his stupid characters. Crazy guy, fucking characters, just stupid tossing microphones and breaking shit. Like a well, for the sake of that match, I gave it an A. An A? Not an A plus, because you took a lumberjack match and you took chicken shit and turned into chicken salad. You like that, baby? Chicken shit in that chicken salad. Garbage. That'd be good on the menu tonight with some fried chicken. Give it a, I give it a B. Okay, fair enough. We're at we're at a debate on that one. Whatever, nigga. Uh, next up, our next match of the evening. You know what it was? Uh, my, the return of my man, catching fireflies, man. The Eagle Worlds, Bray Wyatt versus Y2J, Chris Jericho. It was. Uh, it was good, except for that jacket. Yeah, horrible, horrible <laughs> jacket. I don't like take... Chris Jericho's look. The jacket's lame. Why? And why is he wearing a little itty bitty tights now? Yeah. Like he just doesn't even look like Chris Jericho. 
Doing it for, he's been he's been doing it for a couple of years now. I know, but I don't like it. I, I don't like the old school Jericho. I, I miss the old school Jericho. I I I have to admit. Um, and honestly, I've never been a big fan of this feud anyway. I hope it's over. It needs to be over. It's just it, you know what it is. Y two J stale. I, I gotta admit, after all the bullshit and shenanigans with Bray and Y two J, I gave that match a B. I give it a B as well. It was good. It could have been better. Yeah. Moving on, the next match of the evening. Our, our semi-main event of Brie Bella and Stephanie McMahon. Ugh. The battle of the big breasts. But there was only one set of big breasts. Uh, you, you don't know? Oh, well, we had a surprise, baby. But they were on the same side. So shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. The team of the breasts, you could say that. I gave this match a C+. Plus. Because it had a surprise in it. Just because of the ending. Yes. If it wasn't for that, it probably would have got a D. Yeah, Triple H and Nikki Bella were the only reasons why this match was actually interesting. I got to admit, it just seemed too choreographed between Brie and Stephanie. Of course it did. I mean, they were probably practicing this shit for a month. I mean, other than that, I mean, they did a pretty good job. They got us interested. They did. We did, we got no boring chance. No. It was a good, it was a good show. Yeah. They put on a good show. They did not put on a great match. They put on a great show. Seven Man whooped her ass for the entire match. And then, you know, Triple H and fucking Nikki thing. And then uh, Nikki goes fucking heel. I mean, I was like, can take it, man. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty brutal match inside the ring. Like, Triple H taking his bump with the drop kick and yeah. the yes chant and all that was really, really good. And Stephanie just looking like a dominatrix. I loved it. Stephanie looked good. Woo, baby! He was looking too sweet to eat, baby. Yeah. Nikki looked pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, I was digging it. Yeah. I mean, the girls are all fine. Like, right off. But, uh, yeah. C. I give it a C. Just because of the ending was interesting. It was just it was just different to see Triple H not in a wrestling role for SummerSlam for once. Yeah. It's different to me. Yeah. He's huh. a boss man now. Yeah. He can't wrestle on threat. Yeah, that's true. He only does Even though his ass should be in the ring. Should I mean, been. he should. He's a fucking big name, man. He, he has no reason to retire yet. He's a marquee. Like, yeah, man. He's a marquee. Man, I, I get it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't, want, he doesn't want to be like fucking Jeff Jarrett, but... Yeah, I don't want to be like Jeff Jarrett either. You know, like where he's taking a spotlight and not letting anybody else get in there. But, I mean, he should be doing that to the big guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's build up. You know what I mean? Give just, yeah, I don't make the mid Carter's fucking interesting. And how do you do that by throwing some big names in there? Yeah, I mean, th- I think the only people that have really got put over by Triple H would have to be CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in in recent history and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three that have really gotten a real big rub from him. Yeah. And look what they've all done. Even though Sheamus wasn't on the card, that's bullshit. I don't even get that. That doesn't even make sense. To me. Like, he hasn't even been in a Raw. Yeah. For a couple of weeks. Yeah, he, he came back last week on Raw, and that was the first time we seen him in almost yeah, a month. Did he lose? And he lost to the Viper. Bro. As a champion. As a as a champion. The champion lost, but uh, is still the champion. Like, what is that retarded nonsense? Um, what else is retarded? Uh, the Totino's fucking guy that won that contest. Oh, yeah, I don't know that was stupid. That pimply motherfucker. That that pencil nosed geek. Fucking kid, like something about an entrance, and then he didn't even do an entrance. He came out with like two chips or whatever the fuck. It was terrible. Just, just get your face cleared up. They should have fucking promoted you through clear sill, nigga. Oh my goodness. And then the next match of the evening, as I mentioned before, which I actually gave a C minus. Which one was it? The Viper Randy Orton. Did you give that a C minus? Yes. Why? Versus Roman Reigns. Why? Because honestly, I like Randy Orton. Really, really do. I feel him. But his build-up in this match, he I know he called this match. And his build-up behind the entire match, which is very stale, slow-paced, and it made no sense. And then all of a sudden, we got our big spots, and they look great. Mm. But all together, the whole psychology of the match, it's like Orton had to like ask for heat to start getting on the ropes. Like, yeah, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. When he wasn't doing what he should be doing and looking like an asshole or a killer or... Whatever the case may be of his role as a heel, he wasn't doing that until he asked for it. Mm. It didn't make Roman Reigns look good. Roman Reigns didn't look good. It just looked like he just came through and got a win on Randy Orton. I don't know. Personally, I'm just not a big fan of any of the guys from the Shield. So, I mean, mm. I think they're all kind of corny. Like, 
Really? I mean, like, so when I watch these guys, I mean, like, Roman Reigns doesn't do anything special in the ring, in my opinion. No. He's got a spear and a fucking Superman punch as his yes. finishers. You got Ambrose. Everyone knows if you even listen to the show one time, know how I feel about Ambrose. And I agree. I think that Roman Reigns is a little stale. I like Roman Reigns. I like Roman Reigns, but I think WWE can't do much with him until they get a T-shirt for his ass with an R and the Super Superman logo symbol. It's coming. All three. Rollins, he's not that entertaining either. Yeah. All three of them. Not a big fan. I could do do without. Put the band back together. Yeah, I mean, why can't they keep a fraction? In a fraction together, I mean. I don't know. Put them back together. I think they would be good back together, but they ain't gonna do it now. It's too late, baby. No, the, no, no. the love is gone, and the yeah. thrill is gone. But um, overall, this match was kind of a sleep fest. And then RKO from the yet the from the Superman punch was the best part of the match. Yeah, yeah I that, like, that's about it. That's why I like Randy Orton's finisher. He can literally pull it off anywhere, and you kind of never know when he's gonna pull it out. So it's cool. And then. And then you know what time it was, baby? You know what time it was after that. What time was it? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite match of the evening. The main event. The main event. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship on the line. That was your favorite match. I gave it an A+. Plus. A+. Plus just A be- match of the fucking year. Why? Match of the year. Why would you say it was a match of the year? Because every Cena hater out there got exactly what they've been wanting for for years, baby. It's a complete domination. domination. <laughs> that's right. But you know what's gonna happen. I was screaming and yelling. Um, that's not. Let's not talk about the future because we can't predict the future. This, let's talk about the present. The next pay per view, he's getting the belt back. We don't even need to talk about this match much. Y'all niggas already know what it is. Brock Lesnar. Big Buck left. Versus bitch ass John Cena. 16 motherfucking German suplexes, nigga. That's all I gotta say. I mean, it was great to see him completely dominate him. But it wasn't a wrestling match, even a little bit. No, and this is why. Because. That's why they kept calling it a fight, because they knew it wasn't gonna be a wrestling match. It was gonna be Brock Lesnar literally beating the fuck out of John Cena. They had to give Brock as much credibility as possible. If you beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania, you beat The Streak. That's one of the biggest notions in WWE, period. Just one of the biggest uh, storyline buildups ever that they've ever had. Over 21 WrestleMania matches. Yeah. And then you have him go up against John Cena and he loses the Cena out of nowhere. So you're telling me that John Cena is greater than The Undertaker? No. Can't, you no, can't do that. I agree. I agree. It was time. It was time. And this is the year of Brock Lesnar. The beast. The beast they call really him. You think he's going to be sticking around now? I mean, there's already no. talk about him going back to MMA. No. He's not going to stick around. Already. I think that um, I think Brock's going to do the smart route. He's going to do what's best for business. He is going to work every three months. I think he's going to work the major pay-per-views. Mm. And the other supplemental pay-per-views are going to be more based off of rivalries. If WWE is smart. They'll base it off their rivalries and develop more storylines. So when it's time to see Brock Lesnar again, because he's not going to work a full-time schedule. No. When it's time to see him again for Survivor Series or for the Royal Rumble. The big shows, yeah. And for WrestleMania. He'll come a week, couple, like maybe a month couple out. A couple weeks. He'll come out a couple weeks out. Yeah. Start a quick feud. That's right. And you've got Paul Heyman to supplement the champion because people hate to hear Brock Lesnar not be there. And Paul Heyman talks so Paul shit. Paul Heyman is going to be a representative of Brock Lesnar. Exactly. And it works. So you have Brock come back for the, like you said, a few weeks before the major pay-per-views. He works them. Then he works the pay-per-view, gets his big payoffs, and he squashes or loses and takes the and takes the loss. I really would like to see, because honestly, there's no big heel right now. They need Brock Lesnar right now as a big heel. I, I hope, since they do got Brock, and they're not going to be using him way they do with most champions mm-hmm. where you're going to see him every night is to to form some kind of number one contendership tournament style Tour- I mean I mean not necessarily tournament style but if this guy loses then he's out of the picture and this guy moves up to somebody else like, you know what I mean Like I agree um, rankings rankings would work some kind of a ranking system so the Brock is fighting top guys and it's not always the same time 
guys. Yeah, I agree. Nobody's gonna want to see Cena and Brock Lesnar every pay per view. No, no. I mean TNA, TNA did well when they did their rating, their rankings. I thought that was a very cool idea. I think it would work for WWE right now to make it have more credibility. You have their, you have your rankings. Then yeah, so like someone like RVD or someone, and not to say RVD, but you know someone like uh, Ambrose or someone along those lines. It's still like yeah, they may have a chance in the title picture, but they're not ready yet. But at the same time, hey, you know what? They're number one in the rankings this week for number one contendership. They can get a shot. Yeah, fucking have a fucking championship fight, uh, fucking match on on a little pay per view. I agree. Give them their their, their one minute of shot. They lose. They're back down to the bottom. Yeah. Not down to the bottom, but you know what I mean? Like, they at they least can, got a shot. Yeah. Like, they, they, people they can get hope in these characters. Yeah, David and Goliath. It's David and Goliath. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, right now, unfortunately, Daniel Bryan's not around right now because... There's still guys. There's still guys out there, but Daniel Bryan would be a great candidate to fight to get to Brock Lesnar. Personally, I think Cesaro and Brock would be a good rivalry. I think so, too. I like, think so, Because too. of all the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I he got so that, too. and he got... And then Cesaro, I think, would make Brock Lesnar look really fucking good. Yeah. Cesaro can wrestle. And he's super fucking strong. Super strong. So people would believe, they're like, holy shit, Cesaro can fucking throw Brock Lesnar yeah, like that? fucking suplexed fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he did, because he's a fucking beast. Exactly. You know? so. I mean, but do you know where their direction they're going? Roman motherfucking Reigns. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar? Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. I'd rather see The Rock versus Brock Lesnar if you can do a marquee kind of match, but the that's Rock just... Yeah, you smell it out. Anyway, altogether, I'd have to give SummerSlam an A minus. It had some great matches. They delivered. I was expecting this to be a terrible, terrible pay per view, and I wasn't bored except for the RKO uh, and Roman Reigns match. Roman Reigns and Randy Orton. That was the only match that had me bored. Really? Other than that, I was entertained through and through. Even Stephanie and and Brie Bella. I'm going to give it a B. Well, because of the Randy Orton match. And because of the Rusev match. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, I, and also, justified. I mean, Ziggler's match, I think, because it was a belt match, I think it could have been better. Hmm. Could have been longer. Could have been a little bit longer. Could have been a little better. But I understand they're just trying to get the belt off of the Miz because nobody gives a fuck about that. I agree. I don't give a fuck about you, Miz. Just quit, nigga. Go make Marine 6. Whatever the fuck you gonna make, nigga. I mean, he's a good heel. I think you should stick around, but uh, dude, fucking, he's fucking trash. He needs to step his fucking game up. Yeah, his dude. fucking figure four look painful. So it's looking like he's hanging out. Just like the STF by John Cena. Make that shit look real, nigga. But I guess it don't matter because you're hurt, nigga, ain't you? You're, you're bleeding. Your ribs. You're broken. Actually, probably not because it's wrestling. So you probably getting a blowjob from your bitch with big titties. But um, anyway. That's going to do it for this SummerSlam recap, baby. I hope you enjoyed it. It was hot. It was sizzling. It was steamy. Steamy. It was hotter than fried chicken grease at a black people family reunion. I had to get that line in there. So, what? Like Alberto Dario? But that's in the news in the snake pit in the raw recap, baby. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the OJP Wrestling Show. The SummerSlam sizzle this is the episode where it comes down to three things, baby. Blood, urine, and vomit. I'm out. I'm the Juice OJ Simmons. That's the killer, Jesse Cotton. Kill And we'll talk to you next time, baby. We are out. Thanks for listening to the OJP Wrestling Show. Download brand new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, or Blog Talk Radio.